members of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the Fine Print and the Entree Leadership Podcast on Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. Zach starts off this hour in Evansville, Indiana. Hi, Zach. How are you? Hey, George and Dave. Hey, so, what's up? I'm a Catholic and I'm, I'm sorry, say, much, say again. Uh, so, that's all right. So I'm a Catholic. I've recently had a few conversations with other Catholics on the topic of work. Some of them have an almost socialist perspective on it. They think workers today in the Western world are facing poor working conditions. They argue for a four-day work week, and they say their employers don't care about them. In some ways, I can understand their concern, as Christians don't want others to be taken advantage of. However, I disagree with their position. Dave, I was wondering what you would say to these people as someone who is Christian, encourages hard work, long work when needed, and as someone who owns a business. Well, um... There's two sides to the equation. There's the employer side and the employee side. Um, I'm an employer, um, and as a person of faith, that means I have a responsibility to serve and treat my team well, okay? Um, As a dad, I have a responsibility to nurture, serve, and take care of my children, when they're minors in my home. Taking care of them also includes requiring that they brush their teeth, that they say yes, sir, and no, sir, that they say thank you and learn gratitude, that they learn to work. Loving them well, my children, when they were little, included teaching them to work, included teaching them things that if you were to ask them, when I was requiring them to clean up their room and they were four, they could say, well, my dad has unfair working conditions. He's requiring too much of me at four years old. But the truth is I could have cleaned up their room easier than it was to talk them into doing it. But then they would have learned nothing and they would have gained no dignity. As an employer, it's different than parenting, but uh, there are some parallels in that Uh, My goal or my job as a person of faith is to serve my team. But serving my team also sometimes includes allowing them to work somewhere else because they suck at their job. We set them free in Jesus' name. I had a young man here that was in sales many years ago, and he, um, he was really bad at sales. And we kept talking to him about it, and finally one of our leaders serving him sat down with him and said, you know, Young man, you suck at this. What is it that you want to do with your life? He said, well, I really want to be a photographer. And we said, okay, well, let me help you show you how to be a photographer. We actually have a small business thing here called Entree Leadership, and we coached him and loved him and fired him because he was awful at sales. Oh, by the way, he's now a world-class photographer. Some of the album covers that you see from Nashville artists, the guy shot but he sucked as a salesman. So that is, you know, what are unfair working conditions? That mean old Ramsey people fired me. Well, you sucked. 
And guess what? You went on to become the best possible version of yourself, and we were loving you well when we fired you. We actually cared about you when we were firing you. We actually cared about you when your mama had cancer and we paid for your airline ticket to go visit her. We actually cared about you when we do all these things to serve you and help you and love you. But we also actually require that while you're here at work, that you work. And I don't really want to hear about your whining and your social activism. I'll fire your little butt for that. So, you know, we're not going to unionize it, Ramsey. I can just promise you that. It's not going to happen. I'll just shut the dead gun place down. So, you know, here's the thing. You work, you get paid. You do the work. You get loved. We love each other. We're all working together to pull off the same thing. I don't know why a bunch of adults can't do this. I don't know why we have to juxtaposition employers against employees in order to call that some kind of spiritual movement. The goal, the truth is we're supposed to love each other. I'm supposed to love them well, and they're supposed to love us back and do their work. And um, it's not me extracting from the labor market uh, and not them um, extracting from me in the name of some twisted form of fairness that they came up with and somehow put Jesus on that. That one's really ridiculous. But, you know, some people can put Jesus on anything, put Jesus on a peanut butter sandwich and call it theology it's ridiculous but it's not theology it's a peanut butter sandwich so um that's a brand new sentence for me right oh gosh but But, yeah i mean so yeah no i'm with you zach i mean you read your little statement i disagree with your friends it's not got anything to do with catholicism versus protestant i can't even say it protestantism it's got it's got to do with a clean view of scripture which involves loving each other well do unto others as you have them do unto you Treat your neighbor, love your neighbor as you love yourself. The second of the greatest commandments, Jesus said to Catholics and to Protestants equally. And so, you know, this idea that all employers are evil and should be punished and all form ir- because for some of these little snowflakes, work at all is unfair. It's not fair that we have to work to live, Dave. It's unfair that you require me to work while I'm at work. And I want to work from home where I don't really work, but I'm at home and I still collect a check. And oh, by the way, I've got three of those work at home jobs now, which means I'm now stealing officially from that employer, uh, which is a new trend in work at home, by the way. Go ahead and get three full time jobs while you work at home. Get paid by all three of them for working full time. And you're obviously aren't while you sit on your moral high horse. That's called stealing. Okay, that's a lack of integrity to say the least. You're a thief. So all of that to say, Zach, this idea that socialism or capitalism is either one, the answer, it's not. It's sanctified capitalism, meaning that people are loving the other person well in the equation. I actually do love our team, and I actually have done unbelievable sacrifices for them, and we proved that during our downtime during COVID as an example where we said the first people that aren't going to get paid if somebody doesn't get paid is leadership. It didn't It didn't result in that. We were able to keep profits up, and everybody was able to get paid. Yeah. But that was how we lined it out. We said the leaders go first. Uh, leaders go first. Leaders eat last, according to Simon Sinek, but leaders go first on not on taking the pain. And so you love your team well, 
And in return, if you are an employer, you should work your butt off. You should do your work as unto the Lord. 323 in the Bible. Okay, here we go. So, I mean, do your work as unto the Lord. Does that sound like do your work as unto the Lord? I want to work four days a week, and I want to not have to work, and I want to bitch and complain about my employer. Does that sound like doing your work as unto the Lord to me? Doesn't sound like it to me. Hey guys, George Camel here, and I'm so excited to tell you about the newest product from Ramsey. It's called Gazelle, and it's a digital banking experience that will help you spend and save the Ramsey way with banking services provided by Pathword NA. You'll get a single spending account with no monthly fees, and it's FDIC insured through Pathword NA. We're offering early access to our beta customers so you can help us make it the best experience it can be. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash Gazelle to sign up for the waitlist today. personality is my co-host today open phones at 888-825-5225 so george and i are talking at the break about that last uh, caller and he's telling me stuff that i didn't know because i'm an old dinosaur apparently that you said there is a, a whole work uh, anti-work the, the rise movement. of the anti-work movement the group of people that think it is unfair that they should have to work and they're frustrated I, I with the nature of their employment so therefore, because I hate my employer, I should just not have to work. The nature of employment. Okay. All right. And if and if the young man was asking me the Christian response to that, um, you know, uh, so here's what's interesting: the, the Christian response is always loving, but sometimes is so bold and in your face when you read Scripture that it's offensive. So like. Uh, Paul said in the Bible, though he was instructing, those that won't work, don't let them eat. Mm-hmm. So that would be a Christian response to the, what's it called? The anti-work, the anti-work movement. movement. Yes, There's a movement of people that don't think they should have to work, that they should just be given stuff by society. Yeah. Just because it's unfair and all working conditions, therefore, are unfair. Correct? Yeah. And there's, yeah. I mean, I just pulled up, there's about a litany of, of scripture that is very clear, even without the biblical context. You know, Ephesians, let the thief no longer steal, rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Mm. Look at that. Our Proverbs, he, whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. Mm. Mm. And I love, there's one that I always think of when I'm grilling, um, and it's, uh, it's not, I can't remember the scripture. Ex- I can't quote it exactly, but it basically says, "a a an unfaithful servant is like smoke to the eyes." Oh, you know, you get the smoke, smoke in your in eyes, eyes and your eyes going. are watering. Yeah. yeah. And so when you have an employee that is an idiot, it's like the grilling and the smoke is in your face. You know, I mean, it's like that's what you're dealing with. And so if you got an employer that's an idiot, it'd be a similar thing, I'm sure. But oh my gosh. This, this is, is a fun so, one compared to the, you know, talking about the anti-work movement. Proverbs fourteen twenty three: In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. Sounds like there's a lot of talk out there, Dave. Well, the, the thing is, um, you kind of just have to back up and go, okay, if I was 
your dad and you were doing that and you were uh, under my control i mean if you were a teenager in other words you weren't an adult living on your own then you get to do what you want when you do that i guess but but if i if i was someone who loved you and could influence you because i loved you and i wanted what is good for you then i've got to look at you and go kind of have a dr phil moment here i mean like how's it working for you how's that working this not working thing how's the not working thing working for you you know and um you know because you kind of do that like with communism or socialism you can go around the world in history and look and go where there has been communism where there's been socialism you just look at them and go so you know how's that working for you like when you're driving through israel okay uh you you go into the areas that are controlled by the jewish community they're prosperous safe clean you go into the areas controlled by the plo looks like a trailer park it's awful and you just kind of want to look at them and go guys how's that working for you you know how's that working for you what's the fruit of your ideas when you put your best idea forward and you get poop back how's that working for you you know how's the thing not work thing working for you yeah because you love somebody. I don't want you to, you know, how's the being in debt thing working for you? It's not. That's why you called us. We're going to get you out of debt, you know? So, yeah. And to your point, you talked about parents and how, you know, you make your kids clean their room and it's forced labor, whatever it is. The thing about work Send is. Send them to the salt mines. You can't choose your parents, but you can choose your employer. So Ooh. imagine that. You can just choose to find a place that doesn't suck. I don't think they pay enough. Okay, don't go to work there. If you think you're worth I more, I think they're a toxic apply. work environment. That guy's a narcissist. Everybody's a narcissist now. Everybody that you don't like is yes. now a narcissist. That's, a, the, that's a redefinition of that term. Anybody I don't like, narcissist. That's how you define it. So, uh, yeah, I, and so well, don't work there. Don't you have there. a choice. Don't work there. You don't, no one forced you to work there. Half the show is just telling America that you have agency over your life. You have control. But the problem is people back themselves into a corner and decide they only have one option. It's to work for a toxic place or not work at all. And that's just not the case. No, it's not not the the case. There's a lot of wonderful organizations that exist in capitalism and treat their people well, including their customers, and do a great job. Uh, are they perfect? No, they're not perfect institutions. They're run by human beings, and they're, but they're all over the place, and I know a bunch of them. Um, and if you think you could do better, go start you a business and run it the right way. We need more of that in America. Go for it. Yeah, take that take that um, not working thing and go hire a bunch of people with it and see how that works out. And pay them with the not money that you don't make. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Great business model. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, in those hungry people that need to be fed – um, you're not going to be feeding them because you ain't any money. Your generosity level, because you're a broke person. By the way, all communists are broke people. Mm. They generally happen because there's nothing more capitalistic than a non-broke communist. Um, they all need. To, we all need to read uh, Rabbi Lappin's book. Yeah, Thou, Thou, shalt, Thou shalt Prosper. Some walk great you this, gems you know? in there, and it'll give you it'll give you a real spiritual look on work. Mm. The Jewish community, he talks about, he's an Orthodox Jewish rabbi. He talks about the Jewish community, the work, the Hebrew word for work and the word for worship is very similar. He said, on Sunday, we have worship service, and on Monday, we have customer service. Mm. And they're both worship. They're both workship. So when you are working and doing your work as unto the Lord, it is honoring. It's an honoring thing spiritually. You're honoring God with that. 
So uh, you're to sit on your butt and scream about everyone else and gripe about everyone else. Uh, there is nothing Christian about that at all. I think that's called gossip. Mm. So anyway, it's a very interesting discussion. It's a fun life mission, I guess, to be angry at work and just strike. I you know, don't know, it's not fun because they're angry all the time. Being angry all the time is not fun. Well, that's why Reddit exists, Dave. That's where <laughs> they all go. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter and Reddit. Twitter and Reddit. Uh, yeah. Well, at least you have a place to vent, and and someone can pretend to care. But and it's um, free, so that's yeah. nice. They but don't have the, to pay the, for it. But you know, the whole thing of I'm gonna. That's why I, you know I've had I've turned off Twitter. I don't watch. I don't look at it anymore because it, there's nothing on there but anger. Hmm. And I don't. I quit watching the news. I don't. I don't turn on the news anymore. I just. Um, if you're not on Twitter, you don't have to block people. So that, that's. I know that's the downside. You had some fun with that. That's the downside. I had the record for most blocks. A guy reached out and DM me and said, "Hey, why did Dave block me?" As if I, I well, have the reason. You're one of forty thousand, dude. I mean, Get in something line, you man. said was pretty offensive. So you're not special. You're not that special. But yeah, you know, please uh. unblock me. I'm, I don't. I'm not even on there anymore. Just, just forget it. Go on to something that's relevant to your life. And Twitter is not on the list. That's so right. yeah, it's it, this is an interesting discussion though. Yeah, we're babbling a little bit because there's a lot of emotion around. I just did not know there was a a real it's thing. A re- I mean, that's from the BBC. They did a huge piece on there's it. A real thing called the anti-work movement. That's like the man. You could have an anti-anything movement. That's right. That's pretty cool. But I think everyone needs to read Ken's book from Paycheck to Purpose if they're you know in this world because what we're saying is work is not evil. Work is actually good for us, and we just need to find the right kind of work at the right place. Let me just tell you, there is nothing, the human psyche is built to have traction. There is no psychological benefit to doing something that has no traction. Work involves traction. That's why I like pressure washing. You get to see the stuff clean up while you're doing it. That's why people like to mow grass. You get to see when you're done. You got to do it again next week, but you get to see when you're done, right? It's, it's. You know, when you're doing something, you need to be, feel the sense of accomplishment and traction, incremental progress along the way. It's a psychological need that the human brain has. And to actually do nothing is psychologically suicide because your, your brain is going to rot inside your head. So that, that's, it really doesn't work on so many levels, psychologically, economically, spiritually, And that's why your loving Heavenly Father gives you instructions to work. Hmm. There we go. Good word. There's your Sunday sermon. The anti-work movement is not biblical. There we go. Ding, ding. That's a headline, Dave. Be careful. This is The Ramsey Show. Your memories are meant to be relived, not chewed up by the VCR or worn away with time. Converting your old media with Legacy Box stops fading in its tracks, so your home movies are safe forever, and you can trust Legacy Box. I've met the founders. They're right here in Tennessee, and they've helped over one million folks protect their memories. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape at LegacyBox.com slash Ramsey. That's LegacyBox.com slash Ramsey.
George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. James and Ash Lara are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, hey Mr. Ramsey. Welcome. Where do you guys live? Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, it's a great town. Welcome yes. to Nashville. Yes, sir. Thank you. And how you. much debt have you guys paid off? $397,218.20. Boom. Wow. How long did this take? 36, 36 months. months 36 months you were rocking that yes, what was your sir. range of income during that time 80,000 to 250 oh wow. there's a little jump in three years just a <laughs> tiny bit so what yes, in the sir. world happened with your jobs to start with go ahead well I was gonna say so in the middle of it you get started and then I got laid off and so we only had his income for about three months um, and then I got another job and then I got a better job and you know somewhere in the middle god shows up after you've been faithful and i got three bonuses in one year and so we just took them all and went towards debt ding 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 what do you do i'm an accountant okay and what do you do Uh, i'm a firefighter paramedic okay cool so you're stayed stable and she went to nothing and then went straight up yes sir okay wow that's incredible all right so you didn't make enough even with all of that hardly to pay that much off you must have sold something yes sir we sold several things anything and everything we could (laughs) like you said we sold what'd you sell what was the biggest thing you sold a motorcycle and a car that we got rid of okay how much did they go for um, the motorcycle was right at thirty-two thousand. Wow! Yeah, nice bike. Just, yeah, it was. It was. It was what great. kind of bike was that? <laughs> a, a dumb decision is what kind of bike. No, that was. it sounds like an awesome bike. What was it? It, uh, now it was an Indian. Yeah, it was an yeah. Indian. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was it, so fun. It was a great bike, but thirty-two thousand dollars worth of motorcycle. Yes, sir. That's yeah, a yeah. sweet bike, though. I bet you cried a little. Uh, I did a little bit, but looking back, it was absolutely a dumb decision and then the best decision. Yeah, it was a very mature thing, but there's still the little boy inside goes. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. <laughs> okay, so right, so the Indian's gone, and what was the car? It was a Chevy Cruze that we got rid of. Yeah. 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 What did that sell for? Mm, uh, right at twenty-two thousand. Okay, so yeah. fifty-four thousand dollars of this was those two things yeah right okay wow very cool all right what you guys obviously just did a complete about face i mean you like you changed everything yes this was very radical i can see it in the numbers yes sir so tell me what caused this radical transformation and how you got connected to us well i guess we just like you've said we got tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired and then we were just stupid on steroids as dave says (laughs) And you just wake up and you're tired of living like that. You're tired of living the norm. You're tired of being like everyone else. And you just make that decision that this is going to change. Uh, we did get married in 19, 2019. And we knew going in that we were bringing debt. And we were completely honest with each other. But we also, in talking to each other, were like, we're not living like this anymore. Um, I'm sure we had heard through, I do believe a church is where we had originally heard you from. Mm-hmm. Kind of played around with it when we first met. But then when we got married, we made the commitment that we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how did you get to our materials at that point? What did you do? Did you go through FPU or read the book or what? We read, the book, read the book and then yeah. we just watched thousands and thousands of hours, seriously, of, of YouTube videos and everything we could. And that's kind of what brought us here today. It was hearing everyone else's debt scream that we wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. And we got to this point, even during those difficult months, when I, and I say difficult, when all you're doing is eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that sounds crazy but we wouldn't go to the grocery store because we had peanut butter and jelly and bread and it it, that's how serious we were about doing it and then we would just sit and watch videos together of of you guys on tv people other people talking other people sharing their experiences 
Um, and that's what got us through. Yeah. yeah. There's wow. several thousand debt free screams yeah. on YouTube. Oh yes. yeah. On our yes. YouTube channel. Several thousand. And they're inspired. We've now had we've now had a billion downloads on YouTube. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So Well, you were our cheerleader. Like we didn't have a cheerleader. So yeah. you were the encouragement. We would listen to debt free screams. Well, all go. those people like you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Exactly. Encouragement. Wow. Because yeah. you see yourself in every one of those calls 100%. a little bit. Hundred percent. But your old thing was you really had a beautiful thing because you get married, so you got a fresh start on life. Yes. And you're like, okay, while we're at it, we're gonna clean out the garage. Hundred yep. percent. So know, while we're at it, the end in and the cruise is gone, right? Right. Exactly. Wow. And, and behavior that we had prior going into just living like everyone else was going to end. Um, and I say, in the middle of that, we had just gotten married. And there were those difficult times where all we were talking about was this. And I, I, it was just, that's when we had to go back to the YouTube videos because it got very discouraging that we almost lost each other during this. We were uh-huh. so determined doing the finance part of it. Uh-huh. But now coming out on forgot the Forgot to have a honeymoon. Yeah. We right. forgot to do us. Yeah. yeah. And we forgot, it, but because we were so focused and so intent on doing this, and wanted to change because we, we had between us we have eight kids we have four apiece so uh-huh. we not only this we now have eight kids that they're excited that we're here they're following yeah. these steps we have wow. we have 21 year olds that are both, both bought houses. houses both have a 401k um, wow. both yeah, yeah. They're, so it's not we showed them how to win yeah <sighs> and we just yeah, yeah thank the you ripple so much. effect of what you guys have done i mean it will be felt for generations yes. yeah. and that That's was the incredible. biggest thing we were wanted to make a generational change starting right now wow. yeah so did i miss it what kind of debt was the 397 <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't ask besides stupid <laughs> besides, besides the car and the motorcycle go ahead. go ahead so we had medical debt we had irs debt we had you know state taxes debt we had attorney fees from before we got married credit um, card debt had, student yeah, loan debt yeah we had debt. 13 credit cards I was still paying on my student loans from ten years ago. <laughs> How did you, you even you keep have, up you with all these? Feel like you lost three hundred well, pounds. Yes, that's sir. the thing is it's a full time job. Would pay something, and somebody would come out of the woodwork and say, "You oh, by the way, you owe us too." So you just tack it on to the end. Yeah, it was. It's great to see that number, but then when you get there, you're like, "Oh my God, what? How was I living?" Yeah, you're excited about the number being gone, but then you're like, "Oh my God, I did that." It's great that it's gone. It's it's a tremendous. You, you talk about this all the time, Mr. Ramsey. It's a tremendous feeling that mm-hmm. is off your shoulders right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You breathe differently at you, night. You You're absolutely not. do. Yeah. And in reverse of that, or the other side of that, we almost lost each other, but now we're, we've grown so much closer together doing this. Um, now it's, it's totally changed our, our very young marriage just in the past couple mm-hmm. of years. It's really changed our marriage going forward. You guys are amazing. You created margin in your money, but also in your time and in your mm-hmm. life and in your yes. marriage so you can actually focus instead of being stressed and distracted amen yeah. that's exactly incredible right. you yeah. guys are heroes i mean you got you gained back many hours a month just not having to pay these bills <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a lot of them yes, oh my sir. god everybody on the list oh my gosh yes, sir. the irs the attorneys the credit cards it was all yeah. there get in line it was and it was you know many nights of working double shifts yeah. mm. Yeah. Her working, doing taxes for other people. It was, yeah, we, we spent a lot of time away from each other working because we were absolutely going to do this. And then... Was it worth it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you still have life in the middle of that. We yeah. still lost her mom. We still had another mm-hmm. death in the family. You still mm-hmm. have kids graduating, kids going into Marines, kids, mm-hmm. just everything. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, we, we were determined, Mr. Ramsey, we were going to push this and get here. You guys are warriors. 400 mm-hmm. grand paid off. Yes, That's sir. That's incredible accomplishment it is yeah. in three years it's just Ooh. beautiful yeah yeah we've we've gone from baby step one everybody listening baby step one to right now standing there we've uh, are 
making double payments on the house now. So anybody, Woo! everybody should hopefully will know that. Yeah, we are at that point right yeah, now right. in 40 months. We're ready to work four, five, six now. Yeah. 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 Are, are, are working. We it, are yeah. doing it. Yes, sir. Way to go. Yeah. Very well done. We got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you. That is the next chapter in your story for sure. How ordinary people build extraordinary wealth and how you can too. That's where you're going. Proud of y'all. Yes, Thank you. Thank y'all you. are neat people. Thank you. Thank fun you. to talk to you. Yes, sir. And we got a copy. Or we got Financial Peace University, which you should have gone through <laughs> anyway. But now we're going to give it to you free, and you can go through it. So there you go. Keep you motivated along the journey. Got the new joy. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it'll take you on to the baby steps. Take you on to the baby steps millionaire status. And George and uh, Dr. John Deloney and George Campbell and Rachel Cruz are in the new videos along with me. And also a Total Money Makeover book uh, for you to get going and may already give away to somebody who's trying to get going you guys are very very impressive james and ash laura from charleston south carolina three hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars paid off in 36 months 80 to 250 income count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three, three two, two one, one. we're, we're debt-free debt yeah <laughs> Oh, the newlyweds. Wow. That's incredible. That's one way to start off your marriage. Let's pay off 400 grand. First thing out of the gate, first 40 months. Yeah. This is the Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Pablo Picasso said, only put off until tomorrow what you're willing to die having left undone. Woo. Pretty strong on a little bit of... Deep and dark from Pablo there. Yeah, Pablo stepping, stepping up with a positive thinking moment. But yeah, oh my gosh. Hey, right now, if you're hearing a lot of the talking heads in the news stirring up fear about the real estate market, be careful. Don't believe them. It's not going to crash. Um, it's going to slow down. The economy has, slow, has slowed down. But uh, don't make decisions based on fear. Make them based on facts. And uh, prices aren't going down. Values aren't going down. Some of the prices are going down because they were unrealistically high. But the values are not dropping. So we're just going to grow, and we're going to grow at a slower rate. It's going to take a little harder, a little longer to sell a house than 48 hours, and uh, probably more like 70 or 120 days, right? You need an experienced real estate agent when you're selling houses in a market like this. You need an experienced real estate agent when you're buying houses in a market like this. If you want to find who we trust that's a high-octane, high-protein real estate agent, Ramsey Trusted, go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent check out our endorsed local providers. Lee's in Phoenix. Hi, Lee. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you very much. What's up? How can we help? Well, I received an insurance settlement check of $174,000. And I know I'm going to make a donation to my church, but after that, I need some advice on how to spend the rest of it or save it or whatever I need to do. Okay, cool. So, um, well, we would have, we teach the shortest distance between where you are and wealthy is a process that we call the baby steps. 
Yeah. So, do you have any I debt have, currently? Um, I have a fifteen thousand dollar loan on my car, but I don't have any credit card debt, and I do owe one hundred and thirty six on my mortgage. Okay. And what's your income? Uh, sixty thousand a year. Okay. And what was the settlement from? It was from an, uh, an accident. Are you okay? I had it back in 2020. Oh, thank the good Lord, yes. Okay. There's no ongoing you. medical issues okay. or health bills you're dealing with? Well, um, I'm still waiting uh, on a pending $25,000 that they're holding, but uh, I don't think I'm going to owe anything else um, uh, on this accident. I think they've taken care of everything so far. Okay. And um, I do have, you know, I'm not doing therapy now, but I, I am fine. Okay. But I am 84 years old, so oh. I'm not a young chicken. <laughs> How much you do don't you have? sound like it. You, that you surprised right. me when you said that. Wow. <laughs> well, most people don't think I'm that okay. age. What do you am, do? You have do you have money in uh, other money in savings? I have uh, about fifty five thousand in a four hundred one k and some money market. Prior to the but, accident um, and since the accident, before you received this check, how are you living? I was living an excellent life, traveling and doing all kinds of things. Um, what are you it, using it for income? Me down. I have uh, pensions, two pensions, and a social security, and that's what I live on. I don't. Live how on much is that? Else. All of that total up to a month. Uh, $5,000. Excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if you were my mom, here's what I would tell you to do. I'm 62, okay. so that's a that's mm-hmm. a mathematical possibility, okay? Um, so right. here's what I would tell you to do. I would tell you to pay okay. off your house and your car. Okay. Now, that's if you I did thought. that, if you did that, sure. the $5,000 goes a lot further every month, doesn't it? Oh, Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Now, if you have zero debt in the whole world, I want you to breathe that in and feel that. How's that feel? <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. And uh, that's kind of why I'm having you do it. I mean, there's okay. not a big financial thing. At 84, if you said, I'm going to take all this money and blow it and pay my mortgage out of my uh, deal, it doesn't ruin your life. You're living your life well already, Okay. And and we're not really doing this for the next 25 years, because that's probably statistically not likely, right? Right. Well, my grandmother lived to be 105, so I'm... I'm you might have 20. You might have 20, but not 25. <laughs> that's why I said 25. I know. Okay. I know. But the... Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> but the you're, like, you're challenge fun. me dave you're i'll do fun. it you're fun you're fun you're gonna push it all the way out to the edge on my math here but the point <laughs> being that what gives you the best quality of life is what ran through my head if i'm in your shoes for the next decade and you've enjoyed really living life well on five thousand dollars worth of pensions to social security a month if we take your payments out of that and the weight that those payments have on your shoulders on your back and on your neck if you if you don't have there, there's there's literally a physical transaction that occurs when you're no longer in debt. Right. You really do well, feel like my, you're breathing cool mountain air. Yes. Well, that's what my thought was because I know that I don't need the money that's in my four hundred one k. And if I have money every month that I'm not putting out in other things, I can save that, or I can travel, or I can do different things that I would enjoy. You've got and options. I'm going, I want to do that as long as I can do that. 
I love it. Yeah. I, I, I hope I'm like 130, when I grow up. 136 and 15 is 151 out of 174. Correct. And you're debt free. And you can still make that donation to the yeah. church. How cool is that? And you can still book a couple more trips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, as I said, too, there is another 25000 pending, which I, the attorney assured me that I probably will get. And there's also possibilities of some other that they're working on, but I, I'm, I'm not banking on any of that. I'm banking on just what I have. So, Was it a car accident? Sounds like a plan. Actually, uh, I was a pedestrian walking when I was hit. Oh, wow. So, by the grace of God, I'm still here. Well, you're resilient. That's impressive. Whew. Yeah. Well, I figured the Lord wasn't done with me yet. Mm-mm. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, he gets to decide that after all, huh? So how long ago was the accident? Um, October of 2020. Oh, my goodness. In the middle of all that garbage. Oh. Mm. I mean, how yeah. did you get hit by a car? Nobody was driving. So <laughs> <laughs> no cars out there. Golly. Wow. Wow, you're amazingly. Well, that's what I would do. Uh, the sense of peace, the sense of well-being, the weight that has been set down is what I would want for you. It's what I'd want for me if I were in your shoes. Well, and when anyone retires, I mean, going into retirement with no payments in the world, it changes how you make decisions in retirement. It changes what you can do. It changes if you can take the grandkids to Disney that year. Now, she's figured out a way to do all that on the 5000 really. Yeah. But the thing is, there's something almost in the air. It's just intangible. It is spiritual. It is psychological. Um at this stage it's not financial it's not even mathematical at this stage uh because of the number of years we're dealing with mm. um in in the equation you know the math starts not being relevant in this situation but there is something precious about the feeling that when you get up in the morning and you're sitting on your porch and you're 84 and it's yours mm. that just is golden man i i and i Can't want really that quantify I, it. I, I you know i want that i had that when i was in my you know, my 30s, because I quit borrowing money and paid off everything, right? But a lot of people don't. You had that, mm-hmm. you know, in your 30s. Yeah. But, I, you know, and with all she's been through, too, yeah. she needs to enjoy that. And she's an upbeat, optimistic, incredible lady, you know, but having gone through that horrible accident, obviously. Yeah. And she doesn't need the money to put food on the table. So that's kind of right. what we were trying to get yeah. at is how much does she yeah. need this settlement money to yeah. live? And she doesn't. If she had a it, no pension and was trying to live on social security i might change that but she's got everything set up this is like extra money in a sense it's not like she's overdone like she's got yeah. a ton of money but it's just um so really what we're getting here is a quality of life issue yeah. kind of thing oh it's so Which, such a i good don't know if you can quantify it but will she live longer without a mortgage payment i don't know I think there's a case to be made for that. I doubt you could probably back it up with empirical research that's ever been done because I've never seen that. But um, yeah, you know, stress is uh, the big one of the big, hypertension kills people. Mm-hmm. You know, so she doesn't sound too stressed to me though. Nope. <laughs> that puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace. Christ Jesus. Do you love a good Dave rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from the Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to the Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.